0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
2: See website for details. Okay, Oscar fans. I realize it's only October. And if you think this is too early to start predicting the Oscars, you're nuts because every year we usually do it in August. The only reason we're doing it later now is because the Oscars moved up. And you know what? Our predictions tend to be correct six months before the Oscars. So let's see how we do right now. I'm Tom O'Neill with Gold Derby. I'm here with Ann Thompson from IndieWire. I'm here with Clayton Davis from Variety. I'm here with uh, uh, Tim Gray of of Variety and the great Pete Hammond from Deadline. Now, looking at the early, and we've got uh, more than 3,000 predictions already at Gold Derby uh, from a lot of great people about The best picture race. Number one comes in as No Man Land, No Man Land, No Mad Land. Number two, Mank. Number three, Trial of Chicago 20, uh, Chicago 7, uh, followed by One Night in Miami, and then Ma Rainey, and then The Father. Since you're the newest addition to the uh, Penske family, Clayton, I come to you. Uh, Give me your two front runners and why. Uh, Chloe Zhao. No I, I don't want your opinion about what you, you know, really. in My favorite is this: is that we're going for predictions, baby.
1: Got it. All right, Nomadland, Chloe Zhao. Uh, movie that hit the biggest out of you know Venice, Telluride, uh, Toronto, won the people, the people's, uh, people's prize there, and I think it's just set up on a trajectory to do very well as making history as the first, uh, Asian director to be nominated, uh, a first woman. Uh, Asian Woman to be nominated for Best Director. And I think it's one of the few studio films that are going to be in the running this year. Number two would be Trial of Chicago 7 from Netflix. I think it's their best bet uh, going forward right now at this moment. Uh, it seems to be capturing what the country is currently in. And I think it's a big ensemble. I think the actors branch is going to love it.
2: All right. Your fellow uh, variety uh, scribe here, Tim Gray, do you take issue with any of that no no i i have three top
3: two choices um and they're nomad Land. Cheating. I, I'm, I'm, I'm cheating but but hey it's 2020 there are no rules anymore <laughs> um nomadland in chicago seven i think are brilliant and for the same reason uh the father i think all three of those movies are technically so well made uh they're emotional they're they're smart uh they're really engaging i just find all three of them pretty irresistible. Anne?
4: Um, I agree with the top two. I, if I were to come up uh, with a third, I would come up with One Night in Miami, um, okay. which is going to open later. And my caution here is that this is a really long, long haul. So we're here. describing where it is right now. Yeah. And I, I agree completely. I mean, the uh, Trial of Chicago 7 is, and Nomadland are just out of the gate. Uh, Nomadland has the advantage of actually opening later. It had the mm-hmm. festival bump, and then it will open later. And Netflix is rolling out their pictures and getting a lot of buzz for them now. They're ahead of other people in a certain kind of way in terms of just attention paid at the moment because people can't be in theaters now. So when the theaters do come back and when those movies start to open and they start to get more attention in New York and L.A., God forbid, New York and L.A. might have theaters open, then we'll see some changes, I think.
2: But, Pete, we know that uh, Netflix is not one best picture. Remember that uh, presumed win for uh Roma that didn't happen. Well, I didn't uh, is there yeah. a such a thing as a Netflix, <laughs>
0: Netflix bias? I to me, uh, it's way too early. This is in my world right now, we're in August, essentially. Tell you right, the fall festivals haven't happened in a normal season. Uh, seven-month season nobody wants anyway, they're not gonna spend the money. You're right, Anne. I agree with you. Netflix is really pouring them out now. I just saw an incredible one last night I can't even talk about it yet, but it's, um, it's a lot of movies that they have and they are going to cannibalize each other uh, if they're not careful, because when you have that number you're gonna push out, um, where do you go, who's the baby? Uh, you say Trial of se- uh, Seven, yeah, it's out now, it's getting all the attention, they're on all the talk shows. Um, Mank, it's a fantastic movie, it will appeal to Academy in particular, because of the nature of what it's about. It's beautifully shot. And um, they've got others that are coming up. And, and um, so we'll see. Netflix is an interesting thing. Nomad Land's played the traditional route. It's gone off to win all the festivals. Anybody that wants to honor Chloe out, they will take it. And they're just going to pile up all these things they can put in ads. It's a very traditional way of going. Uh, And they're smart, I think, uh, to uh, not open it until December. They had told me they were going to pull it back. They haven't really done that. They're still on the festival circuit. But they were nervous about getting too much attention too early, I think, with that film. And um, there's more to come. This is an interesting year. But the Academy themselves, they're way behind on seeing these things they're just seeing chicago seven right now and it's right in the heat of a campaign and it's so pertinent and there's an emotional thing to it emotion really counts that ending of that movie i think that's going to go a long way Uh, this could be the year for netflix or they may fall short again i mean it's hard to say at this point i really can't um that's why i don't do predictions uh this early Plus, well, so I have to talk to these people for the next six months. And uh, you know what they do with Tom's site here? Well, on Gold Derby, you know, you, you know.
1: <laughs> why are the we three? I <laughs> used to get that from Ann. Impolitely <laughs> politely raising her hand.
4: Uh, I'm raising my hand. I don't want to interrupt. Um, I, I basically uh, agree with you on Chicago that it's right in the sweet spot of the academy sort of liberal election year uh, emotions. Um, and, it, and Aaron Sorkin is certainly uh, going to do well. And I think Sasha Baron Cohen too, which brings up the whole question of, of Borat, yeah. <laughs> which is yep. a Borat. fascinating question. Um, yeah. Some people saw that uh, last night. Um, but but uh, I, I I really want to suggest that no that netflix is in a position this year given the quantity and quality so far of what i've seen uh to dominate in an enormous way and i don't think they have the kind of negative animus against them that they used to in the pandemic world right. netflix seems to have emerged as a kind of um benevolent studio a functioning studio a a company that's hiring people that is able to release its movies and in that context I don't think there's the same negativity that was there uh the green book year
1: I I mean mean, would you argue though that at some point they're gonna have to pivot and make a focus because I think last year they had a lot last year and while you know Irishman got 10 nominations and Marriage Story got a win for Laura Dern they were juggling a lot last year and did come up short in, in regards to a lot of things. I mean, Irishman went over ten, 10, uh, and they could have gotten Marriage Story probably uh, original screenplay win for Noah Baumbach or even into director. Do you think maybe now with this much on their plate that at some point they're, they're either going to need to focus and pivot, or does that wide cast you know get the best of them again?
0: That would be death for them. They have to appeal. The game here is about talent. And what you're doing for talent and anybody working at netflix knows they have to answer to those individual directors all of whom have big egos all of them who think they're you know winners here if they're in an awards campaign at all and it would be very difficult for them you know the sony classic model has gone on for years they're very even-handed in how they handle all of their contenders and Netflix is going to have to be too, and they've got the money to do these campaigns. Um, so I don't think until it just gets really close, and right now, you know, we're, we're way out, but until it gets close, I don't think that Netflix is going to uh pick favorites. Uh, here. it will- well, here's
2: my counter argument against the net. Uh, go ahead, and you
4: first. Oh, no, go ahead, Tom, please.
2: Here's my counter argument on the Netflix thing I think it had such a an enormous advantage at the Emmys that it managed to do something of course no show has ever done which is sweep absolutely every single category now we know that the Emmy voter is not really that sophisticated that they didn't realize that only 5 out of 6 seasons were on Netflix <laughs> they were voting for Schitt's Creek for best comedy series and it swept the boards and i think it was helped a lot by covid uh I think it helped was by by the fact that they were at home. Those voters uh, seeing its screen that way, that kind of sweep is is certainly unprecedented, and it's going to help Netflix in this early run, and it, they're going to have all this early momentum, just like they had with Irishman last year. But I think the the looming question is, what happens if? some people like Donald Trump are right, and the vaccine is out for this pandemic thing by let's say mid to late December, and all of a sudden people are are out voting, socializing, all of a sudden that that kind of cocktail conversation we hear at uh, parties that uh, say, hey, have you seen Parasite yet? It's really, really great. And that takes off or spotlight, blah, 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 blah. And then that takes off.
0: It's going to be June before you have any real.
4: I agree with Pete. I don't think you should be counting on any vaccine anytime soon. That's a Trump fantasy and not to be believed. Um, But what I will say is that the advantage Netflix has, which is huge, is that people are watching the movies and seeing them. There and that's that's the world that's the that's the game. It always was the game. I, I'm going to quote the great Cynthia Swartz and yeah. say it's about seeing the movie. And yeah. if you've seen it on Netflix and you haven't seen it somewhere else, that's their advantage.
0: But, 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 but Tom, okay. Yeah, go ahead, Clayton.
1: I was say, t- Tom, uh, you you you're you're giving a Netflix credit for Shits Creek, but I mean it's pop TV. That wasn't like a win for. For for Netflix, I mean, it but went, it's when you, they saw it. It was a women I mean, saw it's it. Not a, but it's it, 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 nothing it, it it yet But yeah, it. It, so it
3: was
2: like because of Netflix season six. I'm um, yeah.
1: uh, sure, I mean, they can share in the in the globe, but they, it's not theirs yet. Because Ozark almost became the biggest loser in Emmy history when it won one award out of eighteen nominations. So I would say that Netflix, while they have the goods. Um, I, I don't know if I agree that the whole Netflix bias is eliminated yet from the conversation. Oh, no, I'm I'm saying it's the opposite. I'm oh. saying they now have this overwhelming
2: advantage that could play out extraordinarily at the Oscars the same way it did at the Emmys, and and tower so far above the other streamers. Look at what happened to the other streamers at the Emmys. Amazon won zero. Apple won one uh, for Billy Crudup. Hulu won was it zero? Uh, I mean, the other streamers got wiped out, and uh, morning morning show got Billy Crudup in. HBO and, uh, was the big uh, one. Netflix got yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's her name? And, and and that was it.
0: Netflix won twenty one Emmys out of one hundred and sixty nominations. That's not a great showing at the Emmys if they had actually done schitt's creek that would have been huge for them they finally would have won a comedy series a drama series uh a limited series they still have yet to win those in the emmys eventually you know it's it's a slow process they may beat that at the oscars by finally coming up with the best picture it's a matter of which one and the way the winds blow and and it's really hard to say right now and they've got a lot of stuff coming up and, uh, and they picked up a lot of stuff. So, you know, in acting, they I could see five nominations in the actress category all going to Netflix. I mean, they, yeah. they are that good.
2: right? Yeah. But let's go back a couple of years to underscore this point of the Netflix advantage. In the past, there was a lot of jealousy and, and those kinds of issues in the past. But remember, it wasn't until Breaking Bad broke loose on Netflix that it really took off at the Emmys. Yes, Bryan Cranston won that first year for best actor but that was back in the days when they had judging panels and they only had 50 people watching you know 50 DVDs and then they picked a winner i think now netflix is in this ideal situation uh right now with the at home voting and with the pandemic to do
3: extreme- I agree
4: yeah.
3: and they have the goods yeah i mean i think i i think there will always be a small hardcore group that votes against Netflix because just because but but I feel most of the academy voters that I talk to I mean they don't vote for studio or 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 platform Uh, they vote for what they like and like last year with with Parasite people love that movie um so so I I, and I think in 2020 the idea of a movie debuting and streaming uh is the norm now so I, I I think I think Netflix is not in any Significant disadvantage, and they got the goods. But as Ann said earlier, for me, it's all about timing. Because if you remember a few years ago, with with um, A Star Is Born, if they held voting in October, that would have won every category. And by the time the actual Oscars came around, I think it won one. I think right for for song. Um, So it's timing is is hard, and it's especially hard for for dramas to maintain that momentum for six months.
2: yeah. Okay, I just broke our rule. We're only supposed to be talking about best picture and director and so forth, but I just put an acting comment up on the screen from one of the uh, viewers now that says, for supporting actress race, I see Glenn Close, of course, seven time loser, uh, Hillbilly Elegy and Olivia Coleman face off again. Who has thoughts on that?
4: Well, they'll be in there. Uh, I haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy. Have you, Pete? Uh, no <laughs> they show him everything early because he moderates everything. not fair.
0: I, uh, I think I, I, I see something you're going to see that will surprise you. Uh and I'm not talking about hellbilogy, but I can't.
4: This is uh, so yeah. early for I'm me. just giving you a <laughs> so I'm hearing because I didn't watch Borat last night, I was watching Rebecca and the World series, so shoot me. Um oh Maria Bacalava, you guys. <laughs>
3: Is she's amazing. a Marianne
4: actress. I think oh, she's incredible.
0: I think she should be nominated supporting actress, and I think Rudy Giuliani should be up for supporting. Actress. <laughs> 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 I'll stick with that. You know, you know
4: the Indie team is all over that this morning. <laughs> oh, no. I
0: posted my review at 9 a.m. whenever that thing broke, and I kept calling them and I said, Did he sign a release? Because they said 99%. Of people- Real people sign releases, and you just can't imagine it. But in this case, you know, off the record, very reliably, I'm told, yes. And uh, but I don't think he knew where the cameras were placed at certain points, and uh, and that is where this is going to be huge. We knew the minute we saw this picture um, uh, over the weekend. I saw it, but it's it, it, we knew immediately this will be news. And uh, but it's a funny movie. Look, he won we're really digressing here, but he won the Golden Globe, uh, for the first Borat and And he got
4: a screenplay nomination shared with another writer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The power of this,
4: uh, the writers always come through for for hangover and bridesmaids, you know, raunchy comedy is hard to do and and he might get rewarded.
1: Yeah. uh, He he may have a harder time than he did before, but I think back to the Coleman, uh, close argument, I think, it could be those two but I, my gut feeling and this is just gut based on like early rumblings of hillbilly elegy i think the 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 question is how bad does hillbilly elegy have to be to keep glenn close from getting into the <laughs> oh, oh. i mean that, that's just, that's based on the it's unlikely world,
4: to be a critic's picture is is it, the point
1: yeah i think i think it's close i think it's glenn closer bust but and it'll be interesting for olivia coleman to Tr- Trump again, you know. I mean, like we saw that with Annette Benning twice against Hillary Swank twice, you know, and you know, some of those tend to happen. Um,
0: I don't think Olivia Colman's role in The Father, I thought she was fine, but I don't think she's that movie. I think that it's yeah.
4: Anthony Hopkins' film,
1: yeah, but I, th- but I think that helps a lot. I think when, when Anthony Hopkins, who I think is gonna get a plurality of the vote in Best Actor, always He's the front
4: runner for sure,
1: that always. Tends to pull in other stuff just because once in a while. And I think Olivia Coleman could be an easy kind of getting, because supporting actress again in itself is not hugely competitive. And I say that in the sense of what Oscar typically goes for. There's other worthy nominees like a Maria for Borat, but Ellen Burstyn. You
4: absolutely. I, I know that's a woman.
2: We're we're the race. Race. I want this to be a two-video shoot, so we're going to stop right here. Everybody, take a fifteen-second break, and then switch to the other video.
4: Okay. I'm. Oh, can I? Can I just say something about the father? Um, yes. I want to say that one of the stories here in the race is is that because so many of the big studio movies have moved out the uh, remaining indies have a much bigger advantage than they would ordinarily have. And that's why you could see something like a Sony Pictures Classics movie, The Father, move up in the rankings uh, and be much more of a main uh, player in the best picture race, say, uh, or director race, than it might have been in another more competitive year. Yeah,
0: the more was for them. Uh, it could, and it will appeal. And of course, it appeals to an older demo.
2: So, right. Okay time out time out we will resume in just a few moments
0: okay round two name something that's not boring
2: a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
0: Ah, oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino